Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Digital Breakthroughs Podcast, where we're going to be taking uh, marketing news, concepts, ideas, things that seem nebulous and bring them down so they're tactical and you can work with them. Today, this is actually, uh, as we re relaunch this podcast, this is a conversation I really wanted to have because social media is near and dear to my heart. It's one of the reasons I like marketing, and I'm very excited to be bringing, uh, letting you all meet someone who... If you haven't worked with national positions before, by the way, powered by national positions, this podcast, um, you're going to meet uh, a rock star here at national positions who is Phoenix Ha. She's come off a crazy 12 months. She's not only finishing her MBA, but she was a speaker at AdWorld. Is it in 2021? Was that correct, Phoenix? Correct. Yes. And then uh, this year she was at Affiliate World in Dubai, and I believe she's going to be speaking again at AdWorld in some way, shape, or form this year. So everyone, welcome Phoenix Ha. So Phoenix, can you let everyone know who you are and what you do here at NP? Yeah, hi. I'm so happy to be here and podcasts are my jam. So thank you for inviting me. Uh, so I'm Phoenix, as Matt mentioned, and I am the director of all social here. So originally it was paid social. And just like Matt, I have a heartbeat for organic social as well. So we developed and really tweaked that department here and seen some significant growth as well. Um, but yeah, I'm here to chat with you all things social and what we see in the future. And um, yeah, happy to be here. Phoenix is being very modest. She's basically revamped our entire social program here at NP and made it <laughs> run like a dream. So we're, we're so excited to that, that she's stuck with us through thick and thin <laughs> and, um, and especially at the same time, finishing our MBA. So Today's subject, um, and we're probably going to make this a two-part. We'll see how far, how long we go in this podcast. But at a very high level, it's biggest Facebook ad mistakes in 2022. This isn't pointing fingers at anyone, saying you are making these mistakes. But these are some of the most common things that we're seeing when it comes to Facebook specifically um, ads in 2022. So, since uh, we are going to tackle quickly an elephant that's been in the room because we've heard. Uh, everyone knows about the Apple iOS update. I'm sure Phoenix is going to break it down for us. But one thing that uh, we are hearing and you're seeing in articles in a lot of places is because it seems like because the game has changed, all of a sudden everyone wants to wants to run. It's like if a stock starts to tank, they go, it's it's crazy. Everything's burning. Sell it. Get out. And that's probably one of the worst things you can do. One thing we have to do in marketing is adapt. So let's kind of start with that. And then we're going to dig a little deeper. So Facebook, can you... Facebook, Phoenix, sorry, PHF, <laughs> um, Phoenix, can you kind of shed a little light very quickly on, very, very quickly on what happened with that whole Apple iOS update uh, last year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely want to touch on one thing really quick that you said that really stands out to me, Please. and that is adapting, right? So nothing easy is worthwhile. So if you want to jump ship, good luck. Um, the more you jump ship, the more the people that stay have more ad inventory. So there's the concept of ad inventory and there's only a specific amount of ads that are able to be on the internet and how many people are gonna see and who's gonna take up that ad inventory, right? So if that is the case, then if you're leaving, then you got, you know, you're giving everybody else a bigger chance. So do you wanna do that or do you wanna be the ones that stay? So I'm gonna start with that. Now, sure. in terms of the iOS update, it had a rollout of three. And I think the, the biggest impact that had happened was in, I believe, June or July of 2021. And that is data security up the ante in terms of Apple 
devices. So if you have an Apple device, you probably had a pop-up that said, do you want to be tracked or some type of verbiage behind that? And of course, to the natural human, you go, absolutely not, do not track me. Uh, but really what that just means is, do you want ads that are tailored to you? You're going to be served ads regardless. Yeah. Now you're going to be served ads that probably have nothing to do with your interests. Now, what did that mean for advertisers and for e-commerce and lead gen businesses? That meant that all of our targeting is probably going to be a little bit more dulled because we don't have the ability to really know as much information as we had before. And it was invasive to a certain degree, but like, for example, if I'm interested in skateboarding, I've always been liking skateboarding photos, pictures, whatever it may be, maybe I'd be interested in skate apparel or something streetwear apparel um, centric. Now, if I opted out of tracking, it's going to be a lot harder for me to see those types of ads. Now I might be seeing plumber ads. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for advertisers in the space? That means you either jump ship, which a lot of people have done because they're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Or it means get better and adapt. Uh, the second component of what it did and hit us with is attribution. And the idea of attribution is who is getting credit for what sale. And because there's a break in tracking and because of data security and laws, we're not able to have that direct um, connection to know that a Facebook ad is attributed to that sale within the same window of time. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just trying to simplify it as best as possible. But in layman's terms, that just means Facebook used to give me a five return on my ad spend, and now it's giving me a two. I must be dying and I can't invest my money here anymore. And that isn't truly the case. And I'll go into that a little bit more in depth later, but sure. hopefully that was a synopsis worthy of listening to. Yeah, no. And I think that this is because maybe there's someone listening to this who isn't steeped in the marketing side. And I think, I feel like this whole, and I'm supportive of it, obviously, but none of us want our data to be out there for anyone to use. And, but I think that, um, especially when I think uh, Zuckerberg was on trial with the feds, uh, it really painted what was going on in a negative light uh, in the sense of they were like, oh, can you target me in this place and this? And no, like you, ca you can't target Matt specifically. You can't do that kind of thing. And I think um, when people saw, you know, for I, I have an Android device. I, you know, if you have an Apple device, good on you. But, you know, so me, like I was looking at a Cutsman shirts. Those are something that I, I saw and I started. So I Google searched that. And then, I mean, within the hour, I was seeing Instagram feeds on, you know, or Facebook feeds on that specific thing, which this is, I think something that people need to understand as marketers, we're not trying to just, or those in the marketing ecosystem, the good ones, we're not trying to just spam everyone and, you know, blast the message out to everyone. Like I don't need a plumber. I live in an apartment. Why would I need that? So we are trying to be as specific as possible as to who's actually going to, whatever client we're working with, is this solution going to target the right people? And if we don't have any data to actually provide, you know, that advertising, that branding, that messaging to the specific individuals that are looking for it, then mark, it, the message just seems spammy, marketers get a bad name, and you as a brand owner could actually have a negative impact because now People are like, why are, you know, that they can go on Facebook and say, I don't want to see this ad. It's not relevant. I think you get the point. So the whole idea is we don't want to collect data, so to speak, so we can 
do anything nefarious. It's because there's specific people that need a product or service and it's not going to be for everyone. So when you had this Apple iOS and you kind of get preempted to opt out, then you're just going to get nothing that's specific to you. And it's going to feel even more annoying and more invasive, I think, for a lot of people. Right. I mean, when all this started rolling out, everyone was radio silent in the ad space, uh, advertising space. Um, that I think is how I got my foot in the door in speaking. And it wasn't because I was anything crazy special. I think I was just, I'm a very combative person. So for mm -hmm. me, it's like, how do I resolve this now? Who's doing what? Um, and I think the reason why I am the way that I am is because I have a passion for my clients' businesses. I want them to do well, so I need to find answers. I'm not just going to sit there and wait and hope that something different is going to arise or someone's going to find the solution. We need to find the solution. Sure. So I think it's really important for us to talk about the main mistakes and we can create this into a series of the better things that we can do or that why you need specific resources in order for you to do well. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, that, I think that is a pretty good synopsis of what happened. And a lot of people, like you said, are jumping ship. But I feel like when you decide to jump ship, what is your solution? It is just going back to Google and pumping all of your spend there. Well, that might be exhausted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Facebook did work for you, but maybe you didn't have correct data to begin with. That's going to be a sobering conversation for another podcast holy cannoli, wait a minute, all the, those inflated numbers maybe aren't exactly how much I really brought in revenue. And then you have to get back to square one. But again, we can go more in depth. Um, sure. We can start with the first thing that I'm seeing in the space of, of the mistakes, if you'd like. Yeah, let's, um, let's, let's do that. Let's just go, you know, right to just some of the top, you know, mistakes that you're seeing. I don't know if you want to get, I think we kind of laid out what happened and kind of the impact it's having. So maybe we can get into a little bit of like how you know we are trying to adapt, but that may be another podcast. So let, let's go into the, the top mistakes that you're seeing. Okay, so the top mistake that I'm seeing is doing what you did in 2021 and thinking it's going to work in 2022. Okay, so I always talk about this all across the world, like you had said, right? And it resonates across all advertisers, all business owners, and somehow doesn't click. So hopefully this podcast just clicks for you. And I, you know, I'm doing you a solid. <laughs> so <laughs> always, you always do as a solid Phoenix. I'm trying, I'm trying, right? So <laughs> if let's just say, um, I eat really healthy in 2021. I work out. I, my health is in great, a great place. I'm running every day, X, Y, and Z, and I'm getting really great results. Okay. But in 2022, I have a thyroid issue or I have an underlying health condition and I'm doing the same things I did in 2021, but the results aren't the same. Mm. Are we going to hold me to the same standard as I was in 2021 when I didn't have a thyroid or diagnosed thyroid issue or didn't flare up? Probably not, because now you have another variable in play. Mm -hmm. The variable is iOS 14.5 and above. And I don't think we're understanding that. So you can't keep saying, I made so much money last year when there were incredible variables like stimulus checks at the wazoo. Um, you know, everybody was shopping online and conditioned to shop online via 2020, but now everyone has income, like, because everyone's working from home or whatever it may be. And there were so many other things happening in the space. Also, there were a lot of shipping issues. So when there were shipping issues, they gave people better deals. It was kind of an interesting uh, 
juxtaposition. And then uh, there were so many more things happening at that time. And now we still have shipping issues. Uh, we're probably on the brink of some form of financial crisis coming up because nobody has stimulus checks. Yeah. Uh, the cost of everything has increased because of the war. Uh, I mean, I just went down the street and cast prices were at $7 a gallon. That's unreal. That is record breaking. I for, remember- the, for, for the record, those listening, Phoenix is, um, she, she's, a, in West, <laughs> yeah, she's in Los Angeles, Westlake Village. I'm in Nashville. When I got to Nashville, it was, I'm not kidding. It was a buck 80 a gallon. When I moved here in late 2020, now it's 450, and Phoenix, like you said, everything's going up, so that's impacting. So sorry, sorry to cut you off. Keep rolling. It's totally fine. So okay, so just on the base level, right? And you know that you have data attribution issues, not even alongside all of the other differences year over year that happened socio and economically, like in general how are we supposed to hold ourselves to the same standard? Mm -hmm. And also in 2022, retail opened back up. There are heavy hitters. If, if retail wasn't a heavy hitter, there wouldn't be retail stores. So I don't want to argue back and forth. Let's just be honest with each other. So what does that mean? That means we have to adapt. That means we have to pivot and we have to be better strategists. So that is my number one thing that people are really doing, in my opinion, as or is a mistake. Mm -hmm. year over year and um i could go on for yeah no and i think you, you you nailed it and that's and that's actually a fantastic analogy is that it's you know it's what got you here isn't going to get you there but that is a perfect analogy where you're talking about you know, I, you know i had my health in check i had everything was going everything was working something changed and i'll just say if i'm kind of bringing it back home people let's say you didn't know about that thyroid issue and now you're blaming it on your diet and workout. Like, well, this isn't working. Like, no, 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 that's, that's not the case. There's another factor that we're not taking in, in a, into consideration, which is the iOS update, exactly what you're talking about. So, so what do we do? So what, 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 is, what are a few things that, not again, this isn't gonna work for everybody, but this is, a Phoenix has, I mean, she's the one who brought up the light here at NP. She's been schooling us on all of this. And she's the one who had to, you know, really dig into client accounts and go, okay, who is this affecting? How can we pivot? How can we target? So can you delve into that a little bit? Yeah, I think the second mistake and is also a solution is that you can do it yourself. And unless you are a dedicated marketer who understands data analytics and analysis, trends, also um, has a creative brain as well. So in paid social, you're expected to have three roles. And I just wanna bring that up to everybody here as business owners and going to a strategist, whether that person is in-house or you're getting an agency. That person in paid social is expected to be a creative genius, is, is expected to be able to execute, create and conceptualize new ads that are going to be thumb stoppers that create new and uh, just impactful messaging, okay? Mm -hmm. And they're also copywriters, so that just falls into the creative realm. They're also expected to be insane data analysts that are able to take data and be able to scale to the nth degree from zero to a million in six months. Let's mm -hmm. just be honest with each other. That's another expectation. So you've got the data side. And then you have the third side. We are expected to be the best customer service and um, I would say, uh, strategist and encourage or cheerleader for your account. So we're expected to sit there with you 
show you the creative, show you the data, tell you the plan, and then also make you happy. And also make sure that we keep you at bay and make sure that you're okay. And someone a therapist and go, look, maybe we didn't have the greatest week last week, but next week's going to be better. So if you have that mindset, I think it's really unrealistic to think that you can be all those things as well as a business owner. And I don't think that that's fair to you. And I don't feel like that is utilizing your valuable time in the most effective way. So that's why getting a team is super important. But now to do deduce that down beyond that concept is the Facebook platform has changed dramatically year over year. So when I first came into Facebook, um, I saw that maybe small businesses could do the, do it themselves because not everybody can afford to have an agency take over. For sure. But from an actual execution standpoint, things have changed so much that it's not user-friendly unless you've been in the space for some time. So back in the day before iOS and all of this within, I would say 2021 is you could create a campaign, kind of understand how to install a pixel onto your coding. It was pretty user-friendly and you would just see, uh, you could create a very loose funnel. So if you, if you go on YouTube, you could learn what a funnel is. You could learn how to, you know, maybe create ads that do well, and then it would do fairly well. And then you're excited and you see it go and it could have a general play and you can set it and forget it. That's a yeah, they, saying they, they kind of, even from the early days, they kind of wanted to make that interface. Like they looked at everything Google was doing, which was, you could do a lot with Google, but you had to really be able to dig in and know what you were looking for and know what you were doing. So they kind of tried to make it exactly what you're saying, Phoenix, like someone, uh, John's Taylor's clothing down the street, you know, if they wanted to go and do a local campaign, it was almost like a wizard. They could just kind of walk through, like do this, click this, click this. But now that's changed. It's changed. So now there's, let me just walk you through the process of setup. Number one, if you've never had a Facebook page, it's a two week incubation time or that time where uh, Facebook has to screen and see that everything is legitimate and then they let you have an ad account. Um, and then from the ad account, you create one, you have to make sure that the Facebook is connected accurately. If it's not connected accurately, you're going to run into a myriad of issues. There is a domain verification process, which is another snippet of code. Who owns that domain verification process is incremental for your long-term growth. So for example, if your agency owns your domain verification, you're going to have issues if you don't have shared connection. That was never a case before. Mm. There is the pixel implementation, which is fine, um, but then it goes to a whole other degree in terms of aggregated event measurement setup tool, which is a, it's something called a conversion API to just do a double checks and balances that you're getting as many purchases as they're saying. And it gets complicated in terms of coding. It gets complicated in terms of what events you're going to prioritize, why that's important. And then you're building out your strategy. You're building out all of your campaigns. You have to make sure it's the same attribution setting. There's a reason behind that. All these things are just minute details to get you set up. I'm not even talking about scaling, strategizing, pivoting. And what we do is pivot on a, on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis. And we also know that there's a three-day delay in attribution. So sometimes your data might be delayed three days. So you don't want to be too reactive. There's so many things that are in the space now that weren't barriers or friction points or hurdles that there were before that being, and based off of our core values at National Positions, which is a big reason why I have always really felt strongly about being here at this agency is doing what's right. And if I'm talking to my best friend to the right, who's talking to me about doing paid ads, 
I'm going to tell her you need to find somebody to set it up correctly. Right. Yeah, Don't do sure. it yourself. It, they're going to do more damage than good. If you just keep trying to YouTube stuff and then, you know, cause every YouTuber wants something from you anyway, but <laughs> that's what I'm subscribes and ring the bell. That's all we want. Right. Right. And, you know, maybe we have a course that we, we send out to people who want to get started. And we, we, obviously we, you know, we, you have an expert here that explains how to do it, but if you want to get to the next level, you need an, you need somebody who knows what they're doing. You need okay. someone that understands the space from before and now. For sure. So, okay. So here's, here's what I think we're going to do, because I, I know that there's a whole list of things that we want to get into. Um, but I want to make this a two part, if that's okay. So Perfect. at least for, um, at the very, you know, high end, just so you know, you know, where we, things to take away here, a, um, just because the Apple iOS update has gone through, maybe you saw your results tank because you're doing it yourself. It doesn't mean the world's burning down. It just means the game has changed. There's a new ailment that has to be addressed. Now, Correct. the way that, you know, one of the ways, so that's number one. Number two is some of the ways that Facebook has, is trying to adapt is they've massively changed their ads ecosystem. So it's not simple point and click anymore. Um, so you really do want someone who knows what they're doing and also can handle those. So that's two. And also someone who understands what Phoenix said are those three parts. You have someone who understands the creative thumb stopping, eye grabbing, idea of what your brand's trying to say, understands what the data is trying to tell you and knows how to actually dig in and know, knows you know, what, what to attribute where so they know where you're going. What was the third one? The third one is just, we're here to be your cheerleader and your therapist to make sure you're yeah. okay. And you don't make any changes off of like um, trigger happy decisions because maybe you had a bad week. Yeah, someone who's the the social your your social media financial advisor who's you know just because something dipped on this week, it could have been there was a holiday that weekend. It could be that oh there's a there's a you know there I don't know when Father's Day I really should know that but there's a holiday coming up in two weeks. Maybe there's there's a lull before that. You know those things who can talk you through take you off the ledge so you don't freak out. So um, what we're gonna do is this is. If you want to ask any questions of myself, you can email me at matt.erickson at nationalpositions.com. And Phoenix, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach Matt Erickson. Just kidding. <laughs> you can email me directly at phoenix.ha at nationalpositions.com. Um, I'm here to help in any way, but also just know that um, Facebook is a beast, but it's a profitable beast. Be a that. very profitable beast. So in part two, we're going to go into what we see um, most often in, you know, especially new accounts we bring on, whether it's testing or creatives and that kind of stuff. So watch out for part two. Um, otherwise, we will see you uh, in part two. Thank you for listening to the Digital Breakthroughs podcast and have a good rest of your day. See you next time.